You're listening to Run, R-U-N, Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray, and I am so glad you joined us. And today we're going to talk about, I guess we could call it how to defeat the devil, or maybe we could say why people struggle defeating the devil. Because if we're going to have a move of God, you've got to be able to get him out of the way, because he's going to get in the way. He does not want your soul revived. He does not want your church revived. He doesn't want our country or our world revived, because the revival power of God, it's, it's really a revival of who God is in us, who God is in the spirit. It's a revival of what God does. So it, it, it revives not just our souls, but it's a revival of what God, what God is in our lives. And so Satan would really like to stop that. So we got to know how to defeat him. We got to know what to do. And so I wanted to turn to Luke chapter four, Great chapter. There's so much in here that I love so much. But uh, where Jesus is, you know, he gets baptized and then he's led by the Spirit. In the verse, verse 1 of chapter 4, it says, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Might be worth just talking a little bit about that, even though it's sort of off the subject. But obviously, he's full of the Holy Spirit. But then it, it does, it's not two things like he's full and then he's full again. No, he's full and then he's led. But that word led is a very interesting word that I think we sometimes in the spirit-filled movement have, we, we've watered it down because it actually means Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, then was compelled, strongly compelled. Uh, the translation, if I, you could look it up yourself, but the translation I think says, it, it describes it like somebody being grabbed by the back of the neck, by the back of their shirt and pushed forward. And so he was he was being led. All right. And he was led into the wilderness. And it says he was led there to be tempted of the devil. We got to have a we got to have a victory here. Say we got to have a victory before he begins his ministry. And so so he goes out there and then it says and he fasted for 40 days and then he was hungry. Now, that's important, too, because if it if 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 uh, Luke hadn't said that, we might miss his humanity or his human side. We might think, well, he's Jesus, just go out and defeat the devil. But he's hungry. That shows it's his humanity. It's the human side of his divine nature, of his divinity, because <clears throat> he had to be he had to be born a human to represent us. But it's the humanity of Jesus that's going to defeat him. And that's important because that's who you are. Even though you're filled hopefully with the Holy Spirit, you still live in this world. You may live in a wilderness. So he goes out and, and he's hungry. And, and at his weakest moment of hunger, the devil says, well, if, you got to watch that word. And when the devil starts talking with the word if, you know, you're going to have to be pretty sly. If you are the son of God, then turn these stones into bread. Make them into bread. Well, could he have done it? Well, yeah, because we know his divine side could do miracles turn water into wine, bread from heaven, all that stuff. But this was to win 
the humanity, the human side of Jesus and show us that we can defeat him in our bodies just like he's going to defeat him as he's in a human body. And so Jesus said, well, man, he answered him with the word of God. Man does not live by bread alone. All right. So there we have the first principle, which we're going to talk about is answering and defeating and warring against Satan through the word of God. But I got a surprise for you here in a little bit to help you understand better. So if you keep keep listening, because it's not uh, your typical just quote scripture. And that's what we went through when I started out, you know, 30 years ago or more, whatever. Uh, they said, you know, when the devil tempts you and that just quote the scripture because you defeat him by the word of God. Well, who can argue with that? Of course you do. Of course, that's exactly what Jesus did. He quoted the word of God. But when I add that truth to the experience of a lot of people, I realized they're quoting scripture, but they're not winning. So, so I thought there's a missing piece, even though that's the way it looks, because that's what he did. So I just want to add that piece to you today, how to defeat the devil or why we're not defeating the devil. And so after that, so he, he quotes the word of God to him, and then the devil took him up to a high place and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And you know what he said. He said, I'm going to give, I, could, I can give this to you. I'll give this to you if you'll bow down and, and worship me. I, could, I can give all that to you. We've laughed at that for years as I've preached it. We laughed at that for years. Who would fall for the devil telling you he's going to give you his kingdom? Do, what, what do we know about him? One of the, we know he's full of pride. Yeah, but he's also full of lies. You really think he's going to do it? He'll get Jesus down there to bow down and then give him nothing. But that's what happens to us. See, that's why we got to defeat him. He'll do the same thing to you. He said, you do things my way. You follow my way. You go the worldly way. You go whatever way. You do it this way or that way. And then you do. And then you think, okay, now it's going to go great. Now I'm going to win the world. Now I'm going to have friends. Now I'm going to be popular. He doesn't give you anything. He's a, he's a thief. He's not a giver. Well, Jesus knew that. And, and so... He says, worship me, and, and all this will be yours. And Jesus answered him, how? With the word of God, of course. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. That's a sermon in itself, but we're not going to go there. But you, you people in the ministry out there, you want to start victory in the life of your church. You get that thing going. Worship the Lord only and serve him only. And uh, you'll, you'll start, I mean, if people would just do that, it would be the beginning of a revival in your church or in your life. Yeah, in your family. Well, then the devil led him uh, up to led him to Jerusalem, and and uh, we don't know how all this. You know, it's in the in the spirit and the power of the devil and power of God's working, and had him stand on a high point of the temple and said, "Throw yourself down, throw yourself down." And then we get our first surprise. It's not the main one I want to tell you, but it is a surprise to a lot of people. So here we have Jesus defeating the devil by quoting scripture. Man does not live by bread alone. Worship the Lord God and serve him only. Satan takes him up to a high peak and says, you know, you could throw yourself down. Well, where did he come up with that idea? He quotes scripture. Yeah, that's right. The devil quoted scripture to <laughs> to Jesus, as though he's telling him something he doesn't already know. And he says, you know, the, the, the Bible, this is my wording of it. The Bible says, you know, you can throw yourself down and you won't get hurt. You won't strike your foot against a stone. You could do that. Why don't you, why don't you do what the word says? You're quoting the word to me. Why don't you do the word? Why don't you jump off this thing and prove that the word of God is true? And here we got 
a problem because we're trying to defeat the devil. How? By quoting scripture, by quoting the word of God, all good stuff. And then all of a sudden we may find out the devil knows the Bible better than we do. So the devil quotes scripture back to him. Well, how are we going to defeat that if we're quoting it and he's quoting it? What confusion is that? Well, anyway, Jesus answered. He said, you know, he answered by the word of God, like another scripture. And it said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Okay, so he answered with the word of God, and then it says the devil left him, and that's what we want him to do. When he's finished quoting all these things and finished being tempted, then the devil gives up, and he, you got to know that about him. He, he, he starts out strong, but he gives up easy. Yeah, if you stay with him, if you, if as the Bible says, you know, if you'll not give him any place, don't give any place to the devil, right? And so, uh, and so you don't, you don't want to help him out at all. You know, you want to stand up against him and he'll eventually give up. And we've, we've often said around here, he'll give up because there's so many other people that are so easy, easy targets. Why would he go after you if you're a difficult target? Make it difficult for him. Well, anyway, let's get to this now. Let's get to what we really need to learn, how we can defeat the devil and what goes wrong in most people's lives or what went right with Jesus that made the defeating the devil, which we got to do before we can get out. We got to win this thing over our bodies. We got to win it. This temptation thing. If we're going to be in the ministry, we're going to have revival. We're going to be leaders. We're going to evangelize. Whatever God's called you to do, you got to go and get some victory against the powers of darkness. And so you, after reading this, what would you say? Well, I'll go and quote some scripture. I'll just, yeah, he comes at me. I'm going to throw some Bible at him. But then the devil threw some Bible at Jesus. So how do we get this and put this into perspective? So what I'm going to add to this is all that I learned over 30 years ago, which is true, quote, word of God, scriptures, the power of the word of God. And Jesus quoted it th three times. Don't live by bread alone. Worship God and him only. And don't tempt the Lord. Uh, don't put him to the test. And those were these three weapons. Well, then I saw people trying the same thing, and they weren't winning. It, the devil wasn't leaving. They weren't getting better because he should, he should disappear for a while, right? And Because uh, if you stand up to him, he'll flee from you, right? And, uh, but I didn't see it happening, so I had to put together, what's going on here? What's going on? So I went back, and this will help you. I went back and looked at the scriptures that Jesus quoted, not just he quoted scriptures, but what scriptures did he quote? And that's where I got it. And that's where I want you to get it. This is where it's going to work for you. This will work for you. This is why Jesus and, and the apostles, the prophets, all stress doing the word of God. The Bible says do the word of God. We got to do it. We don't just listen to it. We do the word of God. Well, that's not just because we want to be obedient, which we do want to be obedient, but we want to have something. We want to be have a full arsenal of weapons against the devil. So why did it work for Jesus in his humanity? His human side came at him with the scripture. Why did it work for Jesus? And then the devil left him at that time for a more opportune time. Why did it work for Jesus? And then so many other people I look and it doesn't work for them. Well, here's the answer to it. That's, that's been terrific. Uh, just terrific to tell many people. It's just been so much freedom to him. I said, look, let's look at what Jesus quoted. What did he quote? Not that he quoted. What did he quote? So Jesus said, man does not live by bread alone. All right. Why is that so powerful? Because Jesus is not quoting scripture alone. 
He's quoting his life. That's his life. He's not just throwing a scripture out there. He's throwing a scripture out there that he lives. See, he's not living by bread alone. He's the Jesus that's not living by bread alone, but by every word that's proceeding out of the mouth of God. So the devil doesn't, doesn't go any farther with that one because Jesus didn't just quote a scripture. He quoted a scripture that he does, one that he lives, one that is a part of his life. All right, you getting it? So then the devil comes another time and says, I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world. And Jesus uh, quotes scripture. If, uh, and he says, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Why did that work for him? Now, you could do that. You could, you could, do, you could quote that same scripture. But if you're not living it, it doesn't have any power. If you're not doing it, if you just throw the scripture out there and says, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Okay, devil, that's it. You're defeated now. It's not going to work because you're not living it. See, the power of it is the word of God being delivered by a vessel that's living the word of God, believing it, living it, and doing it. So Jesus did that. that that's his life. You look at Jesus you follow, if you were following Jesus in, you'd say, this is a man who worships the Lord God only, and he only serves God. So when Jesus smacked him with that scripture, then, then man, it landed. It landed a punch because you can't argue with it. It's not only true in the Bible, but Jesus is living it. And now him doing it and quoting it is defeating the devil. So the devil doesn't say anything more than that, and he tries another trick. Well, here's where it gets a little bit uh, good, because then, as we said, then the devil quotes, takes him up to a high point, says, you can throw yourself off. And so the devil says, I'll turn it on him. I'll turn it on him, and I'll quote the Scripture to him and show him I can defeat him with Scripture, too. I know a few Bible verses. So the devil tries it on him and quotes the Scripture back. Now, why didn't it work? Why didn't when he says, the Bible says, you can throw yourself down and you'll not get hurt. You won't strike your foot against a stone. How come Jesus didn't say, why, you're right. That's the Bible. If it's in the Bible, I better do it. Why? Because the devil quoted a scripture that he doesn't live. He doesn't believe that. He quoted a scripture, but he doesn't believe it enough to live it. He wouldn't do it. You think he's, um, you, you he's going to try some of that stuff? Do you think he's living by bread alone? Do you think he's worshiping God only? Do you think that he quotes a scripture that he believes with all his heart? He quoted a scripture, but he doesn't think it's going to work. He wants Jesus to throw himself down because he thinks it's not going to work. If he thought it was going to work, why would, he, why would he want Jesus to do it? Jesus throw himself down, he'd be fine. And Jesus would prove who he is that he really is the, the Messiah of the world. So the devil quoted him something he doesn't believe is going to work. That's why it didn't work against Jesus. And then Jesus comes back and quotes another scripture that he lives, not just he believes, not just he read, but he believes it and, and, and lives it. And so he quoted a scripture after the devil's scripture and said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Now, why is that so powerful to Jesus? Because he doesn't put the Lord God to the, to the test. He doesn't do it. He's not going to do it. And so the, de so the devil flees him because he's quoting scriptures that he lives, believes and lives and breathes and goes for, not just pulling a scripture out of the Bible. So I finally figured out after all those years why it wasn't working for so many people. They were quoting scripture that they didn't live. 
Sometimes they didn't even believe it, but you got to quote one you believe and you live. So, you know, think, think, what do you do? Are you a worshiper of God? Are you a real worshiper of God? Man, you're a worshiper of God. Well, then you could do, you could pull out that worship scripture, couldn't you? Uh, You know, if you're just a big giver, maybe you think, well, I don't do much, but I do give my money. I'm generous with my money. Pull that out. Pull that out and pull. If you're a tither and the devil comes at you, pull that one out, says the Lord God will open the heavens for you and rain down a blessing you cannot contain. And God's going to do that for me. You quote that back to the devil. So the whole point is, if you want to defeat the devil or you're struggling, Scripture works when it's a Scripture that you live. That's you. It's your life. So look at your life. Who are you? What are you do? What are you doing right? Now, look at what you're doing wrong. That devil will tell you that. What are you doing right? That's the word of God. That's your weapon that's going to work against him and defeat him until he'll, he will flee from you every single time. This will work for you. Well, thanks for joining me today. May God just rend the heavens, open the heavens, Lord, and come down. Till next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival.